This was a vision. I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Look, the world is full of these kind of things. Black masses, mutilations, mutilations. The incubus, the succubus. I'm telling you, we got to go down to the religious supply store. We got to get ourselves a couple of gallons of holy water. My cousin Jerry's a priest. He can get us a deal. Do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? Hey, once they get in here, it's over, pal. Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello everyone, tonight I have a very special guest, Dr. Julia Engel. Dr. Engel moved to Moscow in 1999 and founded the Angel Coalition to combat human trafficking. Over the next 10 years, the Angel Coalition grew into an underground railroad that assisted thousands of victims. She also co-founded Moscow's Municipal Orphanage Staff Training Center, Women and Children First, and a nationwide program of community support for single mothers. But even more astounding, she has written about her journey surviving MK Ultra sex magic and secret government programs which she suffered through for most of her life. Tonight... She will share with us the intimate details of that story and so much more. But due to the graphic nature of this episode, the full version can be heard on Patreon only. It's never too late to check in and make your reservation. I did mention this episode on the interview I did on Tinfoil Hat, and here it is. I've been dying to share it with everyone. But before we roll into the episode, don't forget to vote for your nominee for the Tin Foil Royals. I've included the link where you can check out more from Dr. Julia Engel and the CosmicPeachPodcast.com slash Big100 and Patreon.com slash CosmicPeachPodcast. But without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cosmic Peach Podcast. I have been dying to meet the guest I have on tonight. It's Dr. Julia Engel, and she has written quite a few books, Angels Over Moscow and Sparky. And I heard her on the confessionals and was blown away by her testimony and can't wait to get into the interview tonight. Dr. Engel, how are you? Oh, I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Been looking forward to talking to you. What an interesting podcast you have. Oh, thank you. I'm all over the place. But at the end of the day, I think that everyone understands we're in a spiritual war and we're being hit from all angles we're being hit from the media and from even 
music we listen to and movies we watch. We idolize actors and musicians and we don't understand that there is a spiritual war going on and we've just tolerated so much to the point where we glaze past things and a lot of the the topics you were talking about with tony on the confessionals were revelation and how all of everything that's going on right now is bringing us it's bringing revelation into existence but before we get into the the heavy stuff do you want to introduce yourself and kind of let the listeners know where they can get a hold of your books sure um i'm dr juliet angle i'm um 74 years old. I'm an old person. I've been through a lot in my life. Um, I'm a physician. I uh, was a radiologist for many years in the Seattle area. Um, <clears throat> before that, I was raised in an MK Ultra program called Sex Magic. I wrote a book about that, and uh, it's called Sparky Surviving Sex Magic, where I get into the, I got with a lot of work and a lot of trauma trying to get back and remember what happened to me. And as I did, I wrote it from the perspective of a child going through the, the uh, ritual abuse, the satanic abuse, the cultism, and the mind control, which uh, came through the MKUltra program. I escaped when I was 17. I ran away to the University of Washington and worked my way through college and medical school, got a medical degree, graduated first in my class. Uh, started a radiology practice in Seattle, specializing in ultrasound. I also had a medical technical company. I developed, uh, had ultrasound related inventions and uh, it was an exciting time to be in Seattle in the 80s, you know, when uh, Bill Gates was just getting started and Costco was starting and I was at the opening of Starbucks and, and uh, it was a very entrepreneurial and exciting time, which later went dark, I have to say, but um uh, then I received an invitation to go to Russia and was the first medical doctor into a lot of the maternity hospitals. And my specialty was prenatal ultrasound. So um, uh, couldn't let the terrible situation there in the birthing house, couldn't give it up. Came back, sold my medical practice and started Miramed Institute to start working on reforming childbirth in, in the countries behind the Iron Curtain. That was just when the Iron Curtain fell. That was 1990 when I went there. And um, things have changed a lot since then. But at that time, uh, the birthing situation was terrible and uh, unspeakable. So I wrote about my experience in Russia in the subsequent 20 years that I worked there um, in uh, Angels Over Moscow, which refers mm -hmm. to the Angel Coalition, which is a coalition of organizations that um, I started to work on human trafficking and preventing child trafficking, which was a, a huge problem. I identified it there in Russia without realizing how big it was here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And so after 20 years of things getting better and better in Russia, I came back to the United States and things seemed to have gotten really turned around. I mean, sort of like the situation there in the 90s is now here. And um, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, we're in a spiritual war. We've got enemies we don't even understand. Um, I think that uh, uh, it's right to look at Revelation. Look at the first four chapters in Revelation. And in them, the spirit of Jesus rails against tolerance. Mm -hmm. You cannot tolerate evil. And we have become 
a society that tolerates evil and that leads to disaster. So with that. <laughs> yes. And I'm just, again, so honored to have you on the show tonight. And I don't even want to support Amazon. So let's just scratch Amazon. Where, oh. uh, what's the publishing site where people can come and get your book? That's certainly better for me. If, yeah. if, you, go, if you go to my website, which is juliatengel.com, and I'm sure that uh, Julia will put it up mm-hmm. uh, under the under the the show notes. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Show notes. Then just go there, and you'll see a link to the publisher, and you can direct direct order from the publisher. Both the All books, right. and my third one's coming out on um, really the, the history of modern Russia, organized crime from Russia, its relationships with the United States. It's it's a novel, mm-hmm. but it's full of facts. I had to write it as a novel because otherwise no one would believe it. Yeah. Or you'll get canceled or something. They'll say you're a heretic and you're out of your mind. And I think it's very smart to do it that way, actually, because if anyone were to ever read it and say, well, that's, you know, I don't believe any of that. Well, it's a novel. You don't have to, but uh, I would suggest you read it and absorb it (laughs) because it's very, very real. And yeah, if you read it, you'll understand a great deal about Russia. You'll understand about the war that's going on. You'll understand about the relationship between Russia and the United States, who's mm-hmm. who, and uh, human trafficking, how that plays into all of that. Do you think Russia's worse than the U.S. in, in human trafficking? I thought so originally. Um, when I went over there, I used to travel around from village to village doing presentations um, on human trafficking and getting data and information. At that time, I was funded with a grant from the United Nations. And uh, I would go around and say, oh, we don't have any human trafficking. That's not a problem in the United States. You know? Right. And But as we gathered data from Russia, we got data over the course of a year from all over the former Soviet Union. It turned out that the most common country that uh, women and children were being trafficked to uh, is the United States. Germany and the United States. So I, I came back with this information. I went to Congress, I went to the State Department, I went to international law enforcement, and uh, nobody wanted to hear it. Were you ever scared, like, oh my gosh, they're going to get me because I'm going after them? After you uh, came to like the the realization that they were in on it, where, did you get kind of scared, like, oh no, I'm next? Yeah, I, I have to say that that I've had many people come and warn me about not doing this or not doing that, but um, I, I don't listen and um, we've proceeded. I, I, the American embassy in Moscow tried very hard to shut us down at first, even though we were their grantee and their most prolific grantee and we were following all the rules, but it didn't matter because we were actually making noise about human trafficking going to Russia or going to the United States. Mm-hmm. We could identify, we were in the position to identify flights going over to New York and to Virginia Beach. And um, I'd, wow. call, I'd call when, when we knew one was coming. I'd never hear back. And it sounds like they, they just didn't want to hear it, didn't want to know it, didn't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And um, but what do you can, think about the um, big cargo ships that come over? I've heard a lot about the Evergreen cargo containers is that real oh it has to be absolutely i mean the the amount of human trafficking well several things happen the internet happened 
So it became easier to buy and sell mm-hmm. and, and uh, became easier to transfer money. They vetted mm-hmm. before Bitcoin, they used to do it with what's called internet money. And um, then the, the open borders, the opening of relationships and the Schengen visas, you know, the visas where you get one visa and you can go to all 17 Schengen countries. Mm. <laughs> so there's no never any border checks. Um, so there's no way to monitor within the European Union any trafficking. And then there's all kinds of agreements um, between like the European Union and then the uh, other non-European countries and then the Asian countries. So yeah, it's just all wide open. Oh, and it's wow. progressively worse, worse and worse. The biggest factor I think is the easy banking and the internet. Mm-hmm. And the people will buy people. It's just beyond me. Oh my, it's, it's demonic. It's yes, demonic it in nature. It has to be. And to devalue human life, like you're buying a dog or a cat or something, I'll oh, put it in a cage and I'll, I'll drop by next Tuesday. And I, yeah, give me that one over there. That it's just, it's awful to me. It's just absolutely disgusting. And I try to get the message out to people because sometimes a picture will slip through on the internet and you'll see a kid in a cage or something like that. And you'll say, well, it's been photoshopped or it's not real. But to some degree, this is all very, very real. Yeah, the Epstein Island back um, in the 2000s when there were the first releases of photographs from Epstein Island. Mm -hmm. I mean, the pictures are just... Horrific, just the kids in in uh, chains and the abuse going on, and mm-hmm. and then they disappeared. <clears throat> so um, you know, we need to see that. We need to see all of it. Do you, you think know? Jeffrey Epstein is still alive? I'm just, I just, I'm curious. No, I think he's dead. I don't think he killed himself. But right, um, right. but you, so you don't think they kind of uh, shoot him off to Antarctica or some of these <laughs> more outlandish <laughs> theories? Perhaps, you know, <laughs> right? Who knows? A lot of people changed, and mm-hmm. and like uh, Hillary Clinton. I knew Hillary Clinton. I knew Hillary Clinton since 1965. We were both the uh, Goldwater girls. And what? Yeah, I've known her a long time. She's a year older than me, I think. And uh, so, so I, is I've, known, <laughs> I've known her through the a years. Demon, like straight up, she's got something in there. Lights are on, nobody's home kind of thing? No, not the real one. The real one is tremendously intense and and very argumentative and always in your face. And and the last time I saw her, the real one, was Mm -hmm. in uh, probably about 2011, 2012. And she said, Juliet, I thought you were dead. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And I thought, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. just getting to the good part. Head on over to the Cosmic Peach Patreon and make your reservation to enjoy the rest of the episode. The subscription is called Room 237. What is in Room 237? Thanks for asking, Danny. Let me show you something. Room 237 is an all-inclusive resort, if you will. There's no levels to this shit. If you subscribe, you get it all. 
bonus content, extended versions of episodes, 10% off code for Cosmic Merch, horror movie breakdowns and commentary, early access to all episodes, sneak peeks, behind-the-scenes content, and whatever else I'm in the mood for. There are plenty of amenities to enjoy while checked into Room 237. Take a trip up the Sidewinder and stay a while. Check out anytime. But don't forget to stop by from time to time and visit your favorite caretaker. Get lost in the maze. Or even binge 15 episodes and have a nervous breakdown. Whatever floats your boat. Thank you in advance for supporting the show. And I can't wait to see you over there.